Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another Weekly Astro Alert. I hope everyone had a good week last week with a full moon and Mars, um, conjunct Mars and Gemini. And I didn't really sleep, but yet I had a lot of high energy. I think the beginning of the week I slept, and as it got you know, more towards the middle and the full moon, I didn't sleep, but I still had so much energy, which was the Mars conjunct um, the full moon. And also last week, I don't know about you guys, but I was very clumsy and very dropping things and breaking things. And I actually feel like I've shared about this since Mars retrograde has been happening. Um, And it's happening in my 10th house of career. So for instance, like one morning, I think when I break, I like dropped and broke my last week, some, some hair tool at the salon. And then I walked up and then I went back to my station, my client's sitting there and I like, Pulled something off the towel and I had this whole box of mints that went off and went flying everywhere. And most of the time I just laugh about it. Maybe that's because it's happening in Gemini too or maybe all my Gemini. But whatever. When shit happens like that, that is just I've learned to um, laugh about it. It makes it so much easier right away. I just train my body laugh. Okay, that relieves some of the stress from it. But we'll talk about last week a little bit more um, later. To this week though, we have a much calmer week. We're finishing out this year pretty calm, other than um, next week's, I mean, I'm sorry, after Christmas when Mercury retrograde begins, but we'll talk about that later. But this week is really kind of a relaxed week, a week where we can get some shit in order because our mind is not going to be all over the place again, which has been happening with Mars retrograde and Gemini. So yesterday... It's Tuesday. I tried to get this out yesterday, but my kids woke me up at like four in the morning and I was exhausted. I had a lot to do. So yesterday, though, the sun sextiled Saturn. So again, I don't know about you, but I was very tired, yet I still had the endurance to keep going. There's Saturn, right? And Saturn will still, even though it kind of adds, it's like a tired planet in a way, when you look at it, you don't think of Saturn as full of life. Um, full of death and life in that sort of way, but it can be, you know, but it has a very strong endurance. You don't give up. So even though I was tired yesterday, like I just kept moving and I just kept doing and I was able to do it. So the day felt very solid um, and we should still be feeling this Tuesday and you should be able to show up for work, life, and your day in just a very solid energy, even if you're tired, even if you don't feel like it. That Saturn in there is going to be like, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I made that commitment and I'm going to show up and be the best I can. And added to that, as you know, talked about last week's episode, we have Mercury in Capricorn, which is Saturn's sign. So this week, we're definitely going to be making some boss moves, um, do what we need to do to get ahead and to see our success play out later. And we're going to start, you know, again with some strong moves. And that's really just added to Mercury and Capricorn. Um, I'm really enjoying Mercury and Capricorn so far. I've heard from three different clients about positive um, news since Mercury entered Capricorn. One of the things, and I talked about it on last week's episode, Mercury, when it's in Saturn's sign, um, will bring the acknowledgement of rewards. Um, Rewards, promotions, raises. I have a client who... She lost her job. They they closed the business, I don't know, maybe six months ago. And she has just had a horrible time 
trying to get a job, you know, and it's been hard. And I've been going with her with her chart. She's a hair client, but I do her chart as well. And we've been talking and I've been like, have the faith, have the faith. You know, I don't ever lose the faith. Don't lose the faith. And then when she came in, I did that video and she came in the very next day and she's like, you're not going to believe this. I got the job opportunity I've been wanting with the pay. I don't have to sacrifice anything. And it was great to hear. And again, uh, last week I had like three more clients since Mercury entered Capricorn that had like a promotion or, you know, news of so of really something good, especially after a lot of hard work and sacrifice. That is the Saturn vibe. So we're going to start this week and we're ending the year out with that. Um, this week we have on Wednesday the Sun squared Neptune. If you remember, we had that dance with Mercury and Venus a couple weeks ago. Now it's the sun's turn before it enters Capricorn next week. Confused, this can happen, what we can also feel this week. So at the beginning, we're feeling solid. And some might feel more solid than confused. Again, people with like mutable risings might feel a little more confused. People with uh, cardinal or fixed risings might feel a little more solid. Just because what's happening in the mutable and fixed signs. So with the sun in Sagittarius and um, Neptune in Pisces, there's going to be... Probably for my mutable risings, mutable moon, my mutable big signs. Um, so I'm confused about what path you're taking in life and where are you going? Um, feeling like you're confused about your dreams. Maybe I'm on the wrong dream. Maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to do that. I know for me that's been coming up a lot this week. It has over the last three years, but which which way to really exact. And I'm trying to just kind of merge both. But you guys might feel that or feel that. We aren't connecting with our power, purpose, or path. Um, feeling like we have trouble channeling our power in some sort of way. Again, just kind of feeling lost in the sauce. Like, I don't know, you're out in Arizona and you took some peyote and you're walking around. Cactuses are your friends and you're wondering where the hell am I going and what is all of this? <laughs> it might not be that dramatic for a lot of you, but just to kind of give you an example of that, uh, I could expect we're feeling distracted all day or loopy, misguided also by the ego or the life path in some way. And so we can see the illusions be dropped. You know, we can finally see the illusions that we put on ourselves this week. That's what really came to me. Not the illusions we put on others, the illusions we put on ourselves, our path and our purpose and our ego. And we can really get a look into that this week. Taking a sip of my little coffee. Tomorrow, um, Mercury retrograde conjoins my son in the 10th house. So I'm really curious how that's going to play out. I'll be telling you guys. I've been sometimes when it comes for me, like when it comes to my clients, I can usually go to like, unless it's something like, oh my God. But I usually try to go to like the best case scenario first even in my head. However, when I do my own chart and I look at like my day for myself or my week ahead, I will instantly go to like the worst thing possible <laughs> that I say, Colleen. And it's funny how the brain holds on to fear, right? Even for myself, I know these transits, I've watched them play out in and out. And a lot of them are not always a major horrible thing that happens, even the hard transits. But when I look at my own transit, my brain instantly goes right to the fear point goes right to that fear. And something I do that's very much the Virgo rising and the Virgo moon is I like to like prep myself so I know I can mentally handle it when I get there. 
Now, that doesn't quite make sense because when you mentally get there, it might be totally different. However, I will like play out full scenarios of maybe something bad happening. Let's say like we'll go to an example of marriages, <laughs> divorces, things like that. Like when I knew I was going to leave someone like before I like have to play out ev- or or mm, what I should say is not when I knew I was going to leave someone when I was actually fighting with someone and my fear of like intimacy. That's this is a whole other episode <laughs> and love. All of a sudden I would like have to play out the entire divorce, the entire thing in like one minute. And the person's like, whoa, I mean, I thought we we're just arguing right here. But in my head, I go to the worst case scenario and I have to prep myself emotionally and mentally for it. I like almost want to pre-feel it. So I know, which is very Virgo. If you know the Virgo moves, you know, that's very like, okay, I need to put this feeling, organize it a little bit so I can predict what I'm actually going to feel. <laughs> so I guess I, I don't know why I went off on that little tangent there. Um, And then at the end of the week, Saturday, Mercury will trine Uranus. We'll start feeling this on Friday. And that can, um, and that's a good thing. It's trining, right? We got Mercury now in Capricorn, trine Uranus, retrograde in Taurus. Oh my God, is my coffee not kicked in yet? And um, so we can have the sudden change or the sudden want, desire to speak your needs um, within an intimate relationship or find like a solid ground say, hey, this is where I need to come together. And intimate relationships, but it also could be friendship, family, business, work, and saying, hey, like, we need to come together, and this is what I need for our foundation in order for it to grow and bloom in positive ways. And that sort of talk will play out very well with this transit. Um, Feeling secure with a forced change or a quick shift. And again, that's what Uranus brings is sort of a forced change or a quick shift. That's why I add that there. But feeling secure about it. Like maybe not, you're not always secure when it's something, a change happens really quick and out of the blue. But if this does change, you will feel secure about it. Um, a sudden promotion and positive announcement. Again, we talked about Mercury and Capricorn and that right away. But when it trines Uranus, it might be for some of you, you really didn't even expect it. It wasn't even on your radar to get a promotion. It wasn't even on your radar for something in your work communication thought to um, to have this exciting shift happen. But, you know, you are getting a positive announcement. And also, you just generally, we're going to feel more mentally alert. And um, new, solid ideas can be triggered. Ideas for work. And when I say solid, something where it's concrete, like some beautiful creative things will come from this concrete idea. Again, we're having it in the fixed and um, cardinal signs right now. So it's going to be implemented and you're able to, whatever, you know, ideas come up now, maybe you're in the business room, you know, the round table, you're coming up with ideas. Those are going to be really solid ideas that most likely will grow. So think about that this week, at the end of the week, when you're there at work, when you're coming up with your own ideas, when you're working, thinking about things, new solid ideas can be triggered and they most likely will bloom in a very nice way. So just put that out there. Again, these can show up big or little, depending on how it is. Last week in the salon, which is interesting, we had Venus squaring. Oh, my God. Why am I yawning? I guess my kid's still waking me up early all the time. Um, you know, when we, we had Venus square Jupiter and stuff. And then oh, last week we had Venus square Jupiter. And before it moved into Capricorn. 
And this was really interesting um, just to show how it showed up. For me, I actually had a good week. I had a good week. You know, my kids were always a little bit wild when that happens. But on Friday, I had three different clients come into the salon who all were a little bit in panic of their children, right? And their children were sick. Now, not their children are adults. Let me add that in there, which kind of makes sense a little bit with the Jupiter um, and then Venus moving to Capricorn. But um, two of them, the, the children are Pisces sons. And then the other one is a cancer. So still that water sign. And the, they came in, their parents, um, the mothers, and they were sort of, again, Venus squared Jupiter. They were sort of having overreactions. And I'm not saying that they were also saying it too. They were coming in and their adult children are sick, but like a flu, a cold, like we're all going to survive. We're going to be fine. Nothing worse. They don't have any underlining health issues, nothing like that. And it was really interesting to me because I sort of had to talk them off the ledge and they were like, and I didn't expect this. It's, it's, and it's kind of simple, right? That's how it showed up in my life on Friday in a very simple way um, and I helped sort of talk them off the ledge and was like hey your kid's okay your kid's okay it's gonna be okay they're how you know what I mean I just sort of had to be there while they were having these sort of big freakouts and and I get it I'm a mother and I kind of freak out but they were like abnormally giant bigger freakouts than normal and again they were even saying I know I'm freaking out more than normal I just don't know why I can't not and I was there to calm them down which I thought was really interesting because with Venus we also look to our inner child and children when I look to v- when I look to children in their transits I look to Venus and the moon but Venus squared Jupiter so Again, these kids, all these parents had these very, very big reactions to their kids kind of like smaller sicknesses, I guess you should say. And everyone's kids are fine now. They were kind of fine then, healthy. So that was interesting to sort of help talk them off the ledge of their adult children's sickness. And I was like, guess what? I was there to be the positive reinforcement so they weren't so scared by the time they left the their appointment at the salon. Okay. So... I want to talk about, so next week I'm, I'm going to say I'm releasing an interview episode. I'm finishing out with Luna Veronica over in BC. Great astro episode. That's going to come out after this one. I'm ex- so excited. Definitely check that out. She, We both actually ended up taking a nightlight astrology together. Not together, but we both did Adam Mellenboss's course. So, you know, right away we were able to talk and have a very um, similar language, astrology language, just um, from taking the same courses and stuff. And it was just so awesome. And she had so much insight. You're not going to want to miss that episode when it comes out. But then next week... I'm going to do one more of these weekly awakenings for the transits that finish out the year. Jupiter moving back into Aries and Mercury retrograde beginning. Oh my God, I keep yawning. I'm so sorry, guys. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to take about two weeks off. I'll warn you guys next week when I drop the Weekly Awakening podcast that this isn't going to be back until January or maybe the first or the second week. I haven't decided, but I am going to take that break. I'll let you guys know. So after this episode, there'll be two more episodes and then we'll have a little break and and start up again in January. 
I want to finish this episode, though, take the next 10 minutes to talk about this podcast in the beginning of it. Um, some of you have been following me for a very long time in this podcast from the very beginning, and I'm so grateful for you. And you guys can turn this episode now off now because you already know about the entire beginning. But I realize a lot of you don't know about the beginning of my podcast, how it got started, and also maybe just to, you know, just to give you guys some details of this podcast, but also even maybe some hope, right? Because we start these creative projects. I don't know about you, when I began this podcast, three it launched three years ago in January. It began the writing of it in 20, the spring over almost four years ago. And like, the interviews and stuff began almost four years ago, but premiered in January of 2020, which is holy shit. We're almost three years from 2020, three years from the pandemic. That's crazy. But either way, it's been three years since that started. And when this first got started, it was the Hair Healer podcast. That was like my tag online, the Hair Healer. And I remember um, being like, oh, yeah. The show is literally going to be the biggest show in like a week. <laughs> I'm like, everyone is going to support me. Everyone's going to watch it. It's going to be as big as Joe Rogan. And that's not what's happened. And I'm so happy for that. And I'll tell you why I get to the process. But I'm like, you know what? It's the end of the at this. I didn't, you know, there weren't a ton of transits to cover this week. And I'm like, let me actually talk about this podcast and bring you guys in together a little bit. So um, I think maybe episode 19 or maybe episode like 25, 30, if you look, I get a little more detailed into the personal thing that was happening to me in life when I kind of started the podcast. But in the spring of 2019, I was um, in a marriage, not to the father of my kids, and things have gotten, without getting too much detail, pretty fucking wild, okay? In a very, it was, I can't even get to too much detail, but if you know, you know. Um, and I couldn't... Um, the one, and I couldn't really quite tell people yet what was happening. So the way I would work through things is I would write. So I didn't sleep at all. And I'd get up at five in the morning, four in the morning, three in the morning. I'd be up to 1 a.m. And I would sit there and I'd just be right, right, right. And I was like, I want, you know, I want to do this podcast. Because since I was a kid, all I said was I wanted to be a talk show host. Like literally in my high school yearbook, that's what it says. My entire life, a talk show host, a talk show host, a talk show host, talk show host. I'm like, let me get this party started. At least I can live out my dream in one way, even if it makes it or not. And I would sit there and I wrote out the podcast. I wrote out the ideas. I remember getting a notebook and saying, okay, once I came up with my ideas and my podcast, my show name, what I want to go, I'm like, how do I even really physically start this podcast? And I remember taking a notebook and just sitting down and Googling, like, what kind of microphone do I need? What kind of this do I need? What kind of that do I need? And I started... Um, I had two, I can't remember even what the mic names were. It was a popular podcast mic. That's a good mic. There may be like $100 a mic or something like that. And my computer, that was it. And I went to the salon. It started in the fall of um, 2019, my first recording. A good friend and client, David Wurzel, who's been on three different times. He was my first interview. And I think it went on for an hour and 20 minutes. We went to the salon on Friday nights. I used to work until five. Everyone would leave. And my boss would let me do whatever I wanted and just set up the, the my little podcast studio at the salon. And I literally got 20 clients to come in and share their truth. The original uh, plot line of my podcast were to bring in my clients, have an open discussion like I still do on my internet, uh, my um, interview formats now. However, the goal, and the goal still is this, is to bring about like raw awareness that we all go through the same sort of life issues and stuff like that. However, we all, you know, we all view it differently, but we're all going through the same thing and try to bring people together. 
and show, you know, their truths throughout life and their hard times and their good times. And I can't believe I got 20 of my clients to come on there and pretty much give a raw version of their life. And in 2020, that premiered. And um, every week I would still do them through 2020. And then COVID happened. But I remember I did an episode. It must have been March. It was like March because shutdown was like the 14th. So I want to say this was like March 5th or March 4th. And we all were like going back and forth. There's no way they're shutting down the country. They're shutting down the country. There's no way. And I did the episode with Alan Kelmer, um, um, the Kemler, sorry, Kemler. Uh, and I don't, I'm only saying his last name because it says it on the episode. And he's a good client. His whole family love them. They're all my, you know, they've all been my clients. And we're on the episode. Definitely check this episode because he was in a band. It's just like a cool episode. And I remember we're talking on there. In fact, I should go back and listen to it. And he's like, we're both like, there's no way the country's shutting down next week. Like there were talks, I think, of it being the 14th. And and I'm on this podcast. I was like, yeah, there's no way. There's no way. I remember being like, there's no way they're going to shut down this country. They can't. How are they going to shut down a country? And sure enough, that ended up being my last interview. I had another um, of my clients. I had another client come um we had scheduled that friday and i was still willing because i still worked that friday saturday but she was too freaked out to come in and so that ended up being my last uh my last client interview actually so with that and um COVID happened and i just like jumped with it i knew all these people on the line all over the world i had nothing to do and I was killing it. I started interviewing people all over the world. I was doing three interviews a week. They're about a half hour, 45 minutes. I called it the COVID series or no, I'm sorry, the quarantine series and, and kind of like let say, Hey, what's happening in your life in COVID right now? And what have you learned about yourself since all of your identities were sort of frozen for a second, since we had nothing to identify ourselves with, everything was shut down. And I did that. Oh my God, I must have plowed out like 20 episodes of those. And then um, the world opened up a little bit in 2020 and I had an assistant. And in the fall of 2020, we went around to local businesses and local people. I want to say we maybe did eight or nine episodes and interviewed people that way. And then throughout this whole journey, though, I'm studying for astrology through Nightlight Astrology. And at the beginning of the episodes, I kind of dropped like... If you go back, I'll talk like about the full moon for five minutes at the beginning of the episode. And But now that this is happening, 2021 starting, I start to get more comfortable with the astrology. And I was like, okay, I need to like, the interviews were taking, I'm still doing a lot of hair and the interviews, they they take a lot more work, believe it or not, than, than me sitting down and doing these notes of astrology. And I got more comfortable and I was like the hair healer. I was like going back and forth about the name because people were confused. They thought the podcast was about hair and it really was nothing about hair. It was just, they were my hair clients. And one day, I think it was December, the end of December, I was like, oh, it came to me. I'm like the weekly awakening podcast the weekly awakening and i'm going to drop 15 to 20 minute episodes of the astrology of the week and that was that started 2 years ago which is crazy and it's fun to see not only um you know this has really helped me be uh this is this podcast has been really a strong tool for me to really study astrology meaning like i'm just saying i'm vocalizing it i'm getting more comfortable and each episode i could just tell so the weekly awakening podcast started in um the Weekly Awakening podcast started in 2021, and then I still interviewed, and I started interviewing people all over the world. I still do now. I've been picking up on them, but as, as life ebbed and flowed over the last two years, and and I created, it got, you know, 
the interviews come in like sections. It's almost like I'm really, I have some free time. So I tend to do a lot of interviews. I've been doing a lot in the fall and then I take a break for them. And so I, um, that was a lot. So now it's the weekly awakening podcast. You guys are gifted with these and, um, and then interviews. And so I just want to share that has been a journey and I got to do another episode of like the 10 things I've learned the most, but here's what I learned the most from it. Don't give up. These last three years when there's times I want to give up and, you know, I'm not getting as many listens as I thought I should have or the people I thought I should support me didn't, I didn't give up. I don't know what it is and you just, not only because I love it, it's an outlet for me, you know, with Gemini's, Virgos, you have to have sort of a working outlet, a creative, like we always want to be moving. It's, a, it's an outlet that I love. I also like put so much into it. I just can't give up. But from what I hear from artists and bands and artistic projects and things like that is it takes years. You wreck once they become big, you know, then you see them, but you didn't see the years of them trying to get there prior to that. And so through this process, I have grown, shifted and changed in three years. And I'm so happy that it didn't take off in 2020 as the Hair Healer podcast, right? I'm happy because I've been able to now look back and reflect on the shift and the change of all of this and the process. And when I thought nothing was happening, everything was happening. My creative energy was changing, shifting and flowing. And that's the often thing we got to remember is that we think nothing is happening everything is happening. And another thing I want to say is I thought you have to become your number one fan. I don't know what it is, but people who know you have a very, very, very hard time supporting your creative endeavors. And I know I'm not alone there. I've had this discussion with, I've had this discussion with a lot of people is that you think that your best friend, your mom, your sister, your uncle, everyone should be sitting there getting into your podcast, getting into whatever. And the truth is a lot of them have a very hard time doing it. Um, some, I think, because deep down they want to be able to express themselves authentically through an art project or a creative project and they can't. So right away they tend to get jealous um, or just not want to support or maybe some of your friends, family think it's stupid or another thing here and there. So that was the number one thing. I mean, people who I thought I thought my friends, family, people like that were going to carry <laughs> this podcast and we're going to be the reason. And and most of them could give a shit about this podcast. That's true. No, I love them. No, you know, no fault of their own. That's just the reality. I'm not alone in that. For some reason, you can probably look up the studies. But when you start, like, just look it up. When you start these type of things, those closest to you in person have a very hard time supporting you in these things like that. And that was the number one thing. So I had to learn to get past that. I had to learn not to be resentful to be understanding, open-minded, and compassionate, and then not give a shit. Not care if they wanted to listen or they didn't want to listen, and learn to get support where it is, which tends to be people you don't actually really know. <laughs> That's the truth. I don't know why. I mean, people that listen to this podcast, I have some very good friends and some clients and stuff like that that listen have been supportive from day one, and you guys know who you are, and you're amazing. I'm grateful for you. But the majority of people who I thought were going to didn't. And that's one of the things everyone should know and that you shouldn't stop. And also, you can't help it. Who can, I mean, you can't also resent it either. You can't be upset about it. Maybe for a moment or a couple moments you can't, but there has to be understanding. And, and not everyone can see um, our creations the way we see it. Sorry, I hope that made sense at the end. My son Abram came down and was distracting me on purpose, but he didn't distract me too hard. Um, 
So yeah, so now we got the Weekly Awakening podcast. So the best way you can help this podcast, I'm super, I'm still self-supporting. No one donates, no one does anything. I take care of all of that myself. Um, but what I ask of you guys is to share this with a friend, rate, review it, subscribe, um, comment on things that I post. Like that is the best way to get this podcast out. One day, if I get myself and I have enough time, maybe I could get all the other stuff in order to do donations, whatever. I'm not there yet. And I'm not even fucking worried about it because again, I love this and the universe always provides. So thank you everyone. Have a fabulous day. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.